Today, on the Italian radio show, in search of the perfect marinara, plus Dante Alighieri live in the studio with Italian news, events, music, and more, coming right up on West Coast Italian Radio. Welcome, everybody, to the West Coast Italian Radio Network, bringing you the Italian Radio Show. My name is Tony Lestella, and we're just delighted, delighted to have you join us today. I have the uh, the delightful Marzia Caputo here, my co-host. Buon pomeriggio a tutti, and I'm glad to be here again. And I have a very Monday. Uh, yeah, we're glad you're here, too, you know. I mean, you, you, yeah, you, you, you're lucky to have you, me. You, you've been playing all weekend, I know. I mean... I, she yeah. sends me these photos. She gets, you know, she checks in the hotel. You know, she says, oh, you got to do the food this week. And, you know, yeah, because she's, like, not sober from Friday night till Monday oh, morning. Kidding? You know, you there you go. Me, no, you so. just told me I'm f- nah. like, come on. Nah, yeah, yeah. That's good. It's <laughs> fine. That's bad. fine. That's fine. That's fine, Kay. Mm-hmm. Because we're, you know, I brought some really great Italian food to show you how it, it's done here. So, you know. Oh, we're, we're, we're lucky. We're going to have some food. fun. We're going to have some fun. Wait, wait. Let me say what Tony said this time. My time, my favorite time of the day when I have food finally, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this time I had to bring it for myself. And then we have Dante mm-hmm. Alighieri on the show with us today. Don Mateus is how you said. Dan DeMatteis. Dan, yeah. Dan Mateus. Dan, we're very, very glad to have De, De Mateus, right? De, De Mateus, yeah. Da, De, very oh, glad to De have DeMatteis. De Mateus. De, 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 De See, through me. There's not a vowel on the end. I mean, I would be able to do it better, you know. So, <laughs> folks, if you are listening to us live, you're uh, probably tuned in on 1150 AM KKNW uh, here in the beautiful, beautiful Hubbard radio stations on top of the building in um, Factory, Washington. We're Normally, when the sun's shining, we can see everything from about Tacoma to Bellingham. But uh, today's a little overcast, so you know when you're mm. up this high, uh, all you no. see is the clouds. You know, so I'm waiting for the sun. But if back. you'd like to join us, you can always call in today at four two five three seven three five five two seven and uh, be a participant in our show. And, of course, you can listen to us 24-7 uh, on the Internet, both uh, this week's show and any of our past broadcasts by going to our website, WCIR.biz. That's the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz, and clicking on the link right there. So now, Marcia, mm. I think we're going to get right into this, okay? Okay, I'm so, ready. So uh, we're doing the Un Pezzo di Italia in the Northwest. You're bringing you all of your Italian news stories. This stuff, folks, Marcia and I spent hours Right. Hours every week researching these stories to bring these to you. And I can tell you, uh, these are very strange, unusual, wacky stories. Like they say, often in life, uh, facts are more you know unusual than fiction. I think and most that's funny stories. You know? We hear so much bad stuff that we need to bring something from Italy that's more funny. That's, what, that's what we want. That's all, all right. So I, I'm going to let so you read this off This today. one is 70 May. It happened. And the news is Rassegna. And the thief tries to steal a soccer game, but didn't know it was a carabinieri match. Again, remember the words carabinieri is the police in Italy, all right? So the 33-year-old Albanian citizens arrested Thursday while trying to steal in the sports center, uh, Bullati Milano. The thief was rather unlucky. He slipped into the structure and went to the locker room where he started playing with a screwdriver. What he did not know, though, that there was a soccer match between the Carabinieri. So the military, still in the T-shirt and shirt, uh, surprised him just as he tried to break open the lockers. And the thief has no chance. He tried to escape, but was chased and captured. 
That was hilarious. You go steal something in a locker and you don't know there were police me? playing. I mean, right think about that, Dan. I mean, you go like to, you know, to steal, at, at, you know, someone's <laughs> locker room. It's the match of the police departments, you know? And, I mean, uh, wait, wait. And there are what? 11 um, police officers there and you try to escape, really? Just give up. Just and they're all up. soccer players, so they could probably run faster right. than you anyway, you know? So, mama no, That mia. was really funny. This guy was not the brightest of, a no. t- of thieves, you know? No, which no. is uh, okay. Well, uh, now I'm going to bring you a story. This is a very interesting. This is um, fresh off the presses. This actually came to us the 19th of February. Mm. Echo della Locrida. Locrida, right? Locrida. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a true story. I mean, I'm not. You're not going to believe this, but I, a, Iranian warship, an Iranian warship off the Italian coast is pelted with pizza. Okay. All right. Okay. So this comes to us from Siderno, Italy. You know, Siderno down kind of. In the book by uh, Calabria. Calabria. The townspeople of the coastal city of Siderno are not a uh, happy group of folks these days. It seems that that since the Iranian warship showed up uh, on their coast a few days ago, they you know they they've been very very upset about this. There's been a lot of rumbling among the citizens there. Okay, right. It's reported that the a local group of citizens whose names I guess are being uh, withheld. Okay is uh, claiming responsibility for, you know, they went out to this Iranian warship and they pelted the ship with 700 pizzas, okay? <gasps> they literally, I mean, you know, said, now, this would only happen in Italy. Yeah, I mean, yeah. like, you know, here in America, you take your shotguns out and be shooting at <laughs> it. But in, in Italy, they're going to load yeah. up all their boats with pizza and throw them at the ship, you know, in protest, right? Um, the spokesperson for the group said, um, the pizza dough had already gone past the expiration date, so it wasn't like that they were wasting the no, pizzas, exactly. right? Okay. And according to uh, the follow-up report, the Iranian vessel reportedly left the area shortly thereafter without further incidents. So there uh, you go. See, there is a way to settle our conflicts peacefully. Just throw pizza at it. It's right. been my philosophy all my life, you know. You see? Don't shoot. Just yeah, exactly, throw pizza. You know? I like it. Why not? I like it. It's a good way to do business, so, you know? Mm-hmm. So now, Marcia, this one, this is another one that you found for us. This comes to us from uh, an, from April 30th in the right. local. Right. Um, ten ways, well, this is in ten ways. We have eight right. ways. Eight ways, we'll say, to lose all your Italian friends. Okay? Right, right. So I'm going to let you read off, read the first <laughs> one. Okay? So if you want to use this one, it worked really well. So suggest Italy start taking advice from Germany. So you want Italy to start taking advice from Germany. I can uh, see really, really see the happen. You know, it always amazed me. I remember, you know, doing a lot of singing back when I used to yeah. sing opera in Europe and I'd be yeah. singing up all, you know, all summer in Austria or in Germany, one of the music festivals. And everything is pristine there. I mean, uh, everything, there's no garbage on the streets, there's no, nothing, really you know. Straight, yeah. And then, and, you know, there's no, you know, you, the minute you cross over the border in Italy, you got laundry hanging on the buildings. Oh, come and, on, it's and, the beauty of and Italy. The, tra- the trains are always running like 30 minutes behind schedule, right? So yeah. you wonder how these two nations live next to each other without killing each other, you we know? We don't like each other, you're right. All right, do that. the next one. Go to the- oh, the next one? Tell people from Rome you think Milan is so much better. Or uh, vice versa. So you say, preferisce Milano, yeah, preferisce Roma. Roma. Yes. È meglio Roma yeah, uh, di Milano. <laughs> That's you're in trouble too. No good idea. That's a good one. I know uh-huh. people who actually get into this, like, you know, arguing with you like New York or Los Angeles, but you know. Right, exactly. All right, I'm going to take the next. Say that no one dare, uh, no Those. one does creative style and fashion like the Parisians. Ooh. Yeah, especially that would not be real popular, I don't think, if you were in Milan and made those. Do the next one too. Right? That is you. Okay. 
The next one is um, describe. Declare. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm looking at this on this little tiny phone thing. Like, you know, I'm going blind here. <laughs> oh. Declare you are too full after a meal to try dessert, uh, especially when you know that it was baked by your host's mother. Okay? Oh, your dad. <laughs> How can you see you? Yeah, that, that definitely is something that you would not probably survive the evening with there, you know. The next one. Asked when Italy last won the, well, no, the last won the football World Cup. The That's soccer right. World Cup, exactly. Yeah, Italy, you know. Exactly. Is I know it, this is a big deal because all my Italian friends, it's like asking when Seattle last won the Super Bowl, you know, we were kind of a sore yeah, subject. Yeah, don't touch to, the soccer game. Especially after that, you know, the, the three-yard run with Mar- Marshawn, uh, one-yard run, Marshawn Lynch, anyway, yeah. So uh, I fully understand it. Okay, take the next one. Oh, the next, describe mocha coffee pot. An essential accessory in any Italian kitchen. It's quaint and cute. So mocha coffee pots, pots are these things you see in all these Italian kitchens, it's, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, and like, it's like everybody uses them. We even have them in our kitchen use them. And you say, oh, that's that's cute. That's nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> it's really bad. All right. All right. So I'm going to take the next one here. Um, pretend that you've never heard of Michelangelo. Uh, arguably Italy's most famous artist, celebrated for artworks, including his David statue. Oh, that's it. You know, you just see you go there. I mean, you know, you would like from another planet or something, you know, pro- uh, there. All right. And, and, the, and the, the next one is uh, kind of tied Look into off. this. Yeah. Um, argue the celebrated Mona Lisa painting should stay at the Louvre Museum in, in Paris rather than being displayed in Florence. That's it. That's it. <laughs> I think that would probably uh, get you into some fist fights if you're in places in northern Italy, right? The insult. Those things are all insult. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> all right. The next one. Say your favorite Italian plate are spaghetti with meatball or pasta alfredo. Oh, wait a minute. I mean, you, want, you know, there's, there's a problem with this? We don't know. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. You go in Italy, be like, no, big no, no. Exactly, exactly. So... All right. Where's the next one? The last one, okay? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Oh, I go? Yes. Okay. Be emphatic. That's it, right? Emphatic. The, empath- oh, thank be you. emphatic. I was emphatic. Emphatic. Focus. Uh, no, I'm not going to say that. That the best Italian food is on Olive Garden. Be emphatic mm. that the best Italian food is at Olive Garden. Uh, I think those would be fighting words if you were here in America, too, and exactly. uh, at a Sons of Italy or one of those places as well all right folks we're going to be right back after this short word from our sponsors with our own italian specialty today don't go away hi i'm tito beverage founder and master distiller at tito's handmade vodka in the mid 90s i bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of texas cheers 80 proof tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in austin texas titosvodka.com yo david you look 10 years younger what happened yeah i just came from mickey's hair salon down on the tacoma waterfront she specializes in hair growth wow yeah she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preserve. I remember what my friend Frank Isernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder.
wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit acernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Titosvodka.com. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 1150KKNW. All right, we are back here with West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show. Now we're, you know, in my favorite part of the show, which is, of course, the recipe of the week brought to you by Tito's Vodka. Uh, we love Tito. Joey DeMarco is a good friend of ours, uh, takes care of all of the Italians here in the Northwest, you know, and uh, they're very supportive of our veterans and our veteran events. Going to be with us at the Freedom Fair at Festa Italiana this year. Love you, Joey, and we love Tito's, and uh, we're just very, very just honored to have them as our sponsor here. So, uh, and like I said, they sponsor our recipe of the week. So now this is a very interesting thing, Dan. Okay, so, you know, we're going to talk about kind of the basic Italian dish today, okay? I mean, um, you don't get any more basic than marinara or, you know, the Italians will even refer to it as ragu, okay? I mean, just your basic tomato sauce, right? So, um... Today we're going to talk about rigatoni marinara. We're going to bring a wonderful recipe and uh, some samples here that we got from Montalcine Ristorante Italiano, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Um, but uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about where this comes from. Okay, so marinara um, is, you know, your basic, your basic tomato sauce. It can also be called ragu. It's made with tomatoes, garlic, herbs, onions, um, you know, some recipes include capers, olives, mushrooms, basil, or, or oregano. Sometimes you put in a dash of wine. Getting uh, Some of the recipes include anchovies. Um, now, of course, you're getting a little more into the, uh, probably, the puttanesca. But, you know, the, the, a lot of times you put meat or fish in, then it becomes a bolognese. But it all starts with our basic marinara or ragu sauce. Okay? Widely used with Italians and Italian-American cuisine. So remember, marinara, the word in Italian basically means the, means the mariner, the mariner, okay? So there's a lot of, like, old folk stories as to how this sauce originated. The most popular, as they say, the cooks about aboard some of the Neapolitan ships in the mid-16th century invented the sauce after the Spaniards introduced the tomato to Europe, okay? The first time it ever appeared in a cookbook... Uh, was in 1692. It was in uh, an Italian cookbook back then. This first known time they've ever, ever had the recipe written down, okay? Now, of course, there's huge pride if you're Italian. I mean, I'm sure that um, you know this, Dan, Marzi, you know this. Every Italian household, every Italian-American household makes its own special marinara in its own special way and everybody's really proud of it and of course your mother's marinara your grandmother's it was always the best okay no question about that right huge huge pride and the italians in fact often the 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 italians in italy often want to denounce the italian americans as being salsa finta where we make fake sauce sauce in other words okay (laughs) <laughs> Although in many cases, I got to tell you, the sauce is very, very similar. So I think that's just more uh, them trying to get under our skin here. Okay, 
So, um, you know, basically, you know, what we did, my recipe is you just take, uh, you know, you, you, you take your extra virgin olive oil, you throw in some garlic in, you've got to brown your garlic, you might make sure you don't, you don't burn it. You throw in, um, you know, you throw in a little bit of oregano with it, uh, maybe a pinch of red pepper if you want a little spicier. You, you know, once it's brown, you, we put in a half a cup of wine. It depends if you want a heavier sauce, you use red wine. Lighter sauce, you use white wine. Let the mixture kind of, just before it comes to a boil, then you add your tomatoes. You want to get those really good San Mazzano tomatoes. You can get them down at PFI, wonderful tomatoes, whole tomatoes. And you break them up with your wooden spoon so you, you know, make them the size that you want to make them, okay? You bring it to a boil and you let the sauce simmer for about 30 minutes. You know, some people say they, they'll add a little salt or they'll add a little sugar. I guess it, it all depends, I've been told, on your tomatoes, if the tomatoes are a little acidy, in that particular can or whatever, they maybe add a little sugar or something, a little, little more wine in other cases. But basically, that's it. It's a very simple recipe. And then while the sauce is simmering for 30 minutes, then you have another pan to the side full of water, your pot with a little olive oil, some salt, and you make your rigatoni. Now, personally, I, rigatoni is one of my favorite noodles, although you could use this with spaghetti and different types of macaroni. Now, the secret is, however, we want this to be al dente, Right. So, you know, you don't want to just let this boil forever. So you want to actually take it out of the water, the pasta, before it's al dente, about maybe a minute before, okay, where it still is just a little bit rubbery. You dump the water out, and then you're going to put the marinara sauce in with the pasta, mix it up, take it off the heat, and that hot marinara sauce is going to just cook it, that little extra it needs, so it's going to be that perfect al dente. All right. You put some basil on top if you want to garnish it. I like putting some Parmigiano cheese. Remember, that's Parmigiano with a G, not with a S. Parmigiano. Forget about <laughs> it. Parmesan, you might as well eating like plywood, okay? <laughs> the real Parmigiano cheese from Italy, that really makes all the mm-hmm. difference, okay? Oh, I'm impressed. Now, today, I had the, the, the you know, we, we, we have great, great uh, Italian chefs at Monalcino, and uh, this is where right, I sing in Issaquah. Monalcino Ristorante Italiano in Issaquah, Washington. A really wonderful five-star restaurant. So they made us, especially here for the, the uh, West Coast Italian radio show today, they made us their own special marinara. So I got to tell you, what do you think about it? It's really good. I'll be eating it. Fantastic, isn't it? Wow. And it's really, um, really amazing. Okay. Great job. Can, can we have them every Monday? Or? Every Monday. Every Monday, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the sauce with those noodles, Dan? Uh, it's very it's good. It's nice and Spicy. I it's like good. It. Oh, just yeah. yeah, you know, but not too much. Just no, has no, that no, perfect, no, no, that no, perfect no, no, balance. No, no. How about really you, Eric? Good. What do you think about it, huh? Thumbs up. There mm. you go. So, but, you know, and you can always tell a great Italian restaurant. I mean, there's these Italian restaurants. They have all these different, you know, recipes and special things. But the way you really tell great Italian food is you try the basic stuff. Right. You try that the basic sauces. You got to figure if they have those sauces right, then everything else on the menu is great. We really right. appreciate Montalcino's support and providing this great, great Italian Thank food you. for us. And make sure you check them out, folks. And Issaquah, come down on the weekends. You can catch me down there singing every uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday nights, also on Wednesdays. And we, you know, mm-hmm. we'll have a glass of wine. We'll eat some good pasta. And we'll do if a couple I eat of like Italian this, songs. I'll be there all the there time, too. I, I, I gained 20 pounds the first year I worked there. <laughs> it took me like 11 more years to take the weight off. You know, what can I tell you? Oh, come on. All right, so um, now you know, while we're enjoying our pasta here, since this is, you were talking about a lot of traditional things here, we're going to talk about Dante Alighieri in just a few mm. minutes. We want to talk about our Artist of the Week, which is brought to you by Mickey's Spa and Salon down on the beautiful waterfront in Ruston Way there, you know? 
and she just does a great, great job down there. Uh, all of your hair needs has some fantastic products. Her Mickeylicious product, oh, my God. I can't even keep this at my house because my daughter, my my wife, everybody's, like, using this product. It's the best product ever to, like, but you know. Did you see Mickey? Did you hear this? Her hair. I know. I know. Beautiful. 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 So she sponsors our Artist of the Week. And uh, this is an oldie but a goodie, okay? So one of my favorite soundtracks in my entire musical life, mm-hmm. and I remember this, I was, like, five years old when this came out, was from the movie Rome Adventure. came out in 1962, Italian movie. Uh, starring Troy Donahue, Angie Dickinson, Rosanna Brazzi, and Suzanne Plachette. Some great actors who actually a lot of them were just getting their start back then. So they were kind of new faces, but they're all, of course, big stars now. The soundtrack included some of the most beloved Italian melodies of all time. I mean, they had the Tarantellas. They had the old uh, La Madinata, O Marie, uh, Tona Sorrento, Santa Lucia, all these great songs. And they had some, you know, some of the newer Italian songs like Volare, Arrivederci Roma. The big hit song, though, of that movie, Mm. written especially for the film by Emilio uh, Pericoli, was Aldila. I got to tell you, Aldila is my favorite song of all time. When I was five years old, that was the song that made me decide I was going to become a singer. Really? Yeah. And now, you know, some 50 years later, we do this as our own kind of special. What I tell people, you know, our version is a little more contemporary, kind of like Andre Bocelli meets Santana, you know. But um, it's a great song, great movie. So here's some of those hits, uh, you know, getting back to our traditions mm-hmm. from the movie Rome Adventure, a little taste of the soundtrack. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit acernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. 
Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Giving local voices a chance to shine. Alternative Talk 1150. All right. We are back here with the uh, West Coast Italian Radio Network and the Italian Radio Show. This next you know, guest we have, this is really going to be a lot of fun because mm-hmm. my mom you know, has been going for several years to the Dante Alighieri Society. And I remember years ago, I went to just a wonderful group of people that are really keeping the Italian culture alive around the world. And especially you know, here, they have a chapter in Seattle that just does some great right. things. So we want to welcome to our show Dan De Mateus. I got it right that time. You got it right. Dan De oh. Mateus, who is the president of... <laughs> of the uh, Dante Alighieri Society of Washington. So welcome, Dan. Just great to have you here. It's great to be here. So, you know, um, I guess we should start off by telling um, some of our listeners out there who may not know mm-hmm. who Dante Alighieri is. So, you know, I'm going to let you take the lead on this. So Dante Alighieri is perhaps uh, the most famous of the... He's like the Shakespeare of, of Italy. So right, think. right, yeah. And a lot of... Uh, he supposedly, the language that the Italians speak now, supposedly is very influenced by Dante Alighieri. Okay. He wrote something called the Divine Comedy. Right, right, uh, yes. Which, That's very uh, famous. La Commedia Divina. Which mm-hmm. every Italian yeah. in school yeah, has to yeah. struggle through. Yes, right. He's in the right <laughs> world. So he's basically considered to be the father of the Italian language. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. As we know it today. And he yeah, wrote... he was a Florentine. So, mm-hmm. there you, you go. know, as you know, yeah. the, uh, yeah. the standard Italian language is, that's is what, basically that's... based on the no, Florentine. That's Mussolini looked for it. He was yeah. looking for Dante. Yeah. That's how he decided to change. Right? So he lived uh, at, at between 1265 and 1321. So he's yeah, pre-Renaissance, right. poet, author, mm-hmm. like you say, the Divine Comedy, um, and the first uh, society for Dante Alighieri was formed in Italy in 1889. That's right. And so uh, they've uh, you know been around for a little while here, a little over a hundred, what about a hundred and thirty years, a hundred and forty years almost. Yeah. You know, yeah. It was actually formed uh, when uh, immigration started. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When uh-huh. the Italians uh, started immigrating overseas, and it was a way that uh, the Italian government and various universities and people in Italy had of ensuring that both the Italian language and the Italian culture would be kept alive by the Italian immigrants in, in the U.S. and Canada and Australia and uh, the South America. That. That's fantastic. Now, I know you guys run the, uh, the chapter of Dante Alighieri here in Washington. That's Are there right. chapters in every state across well, the, the country? World. No, there, uh, aren't, uh, there, were, there were actually 400 and some odd. Oh. Chapters around the world. 400 and some. How many yeah. of those are here in the United States? Um, there aren't. There are fewer than you think. Really? There because really I would think like on the 20. East Coast you would have so yeah, many, you know. that's right. You yeah, would yeah, think so. You know, yeah. there are only, San Francisco doesn't have one, for example. Wow. And I think yeah. that's a, Santa yeah. Cruz does. Yeah. But yeah. not San Francisco. So. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. So then um, our chapter here, the Dante Alighieri Society of Washington, was established in 1908. 
like you say, uh, you know, to promote Italian culture and language, you know, because I know we had a lot of Italian immigrants. We've right. had a lot of their family members who have now become prominent people on our show over the last few years. And um, tell us a little more about your organization here and kind of like what you do at your meetings and, you know, so forth. So every, even though we're kind of associated with this uh, international organization, every chapter is has separate gotcha. in many ways and has... The only thing that kind of we all have is some kind of language school. We teach language. So, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, and that, we have that here. But um, for, for our members, what most of the members really like is that from uh, September to May, mm-hmm. we have two meetings a month. Okay. Uh, second and fourth Wednesday of the month. Uh, so we have... Uh, dinner, a pasta dinner. Okay. Or Ho- homemade Italian dinner, right? Homemade Italian dinner. There you go. Dinner. All right. All right. Yeah. And Italians, you know, love to cook for everybody. Oh, of course. So, yeah. Yeah. So it's really. And they, good, and they like to know. cook a lot for everybody. Yeah, so that's I'm sure right. people like to bring a lot <laughs> of food. Nobody for goes hungry. Exactly. Our exactly. <laughs> that's for sure. And uh, uh, so, and then we have a speaker. Right. Uh, the second Wednesday of the month, we have a speaker in English. And the fourth Wednesday of the month, we have a speaker in Italian. And um, those topics range from uh, things like uh, Machiavelli's Italy, right, you yeah, know, like yeah. historical kind of stuff like that, to uh, the last speaker we, we had, for example, uh, is a guy who teaches at Bellevue at uh, um, Newport High School, mm. uh, Rob Proofer, and he talked about uh, Giovanni Bellini, uh-huh, uh-huh. uh, who's famous not, not only for the Bellini, but also as a great uh, Venetian Renaissance painter. That's fantastic. Thing. And then we have things like uh, we had a guy, like one of the members, for example, who was born here in Seattle but raised in Sicily uh-huh. uh, until he was about uh, 14 or 15. Uh, he just talked about what it was like growing up in Catania. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, right? yeah. Very cool. You know, so, so you have one meeting, then it's in English, yep. and you have one meeting in Italian, That's right? That's right. That's so, um, then if it's the, the second uh, Wednesday of the month, you're English. The fourth Wednesday is your Italian meeting. So right. I imagine you have a lot of native-speaking Italians, people from you know first-generation Italians attend, right? We, we have a lot of native-speaking Italians. We have a lot of people who have studied the language. Right, right. Uh, and a lot of Italian-Americans, too, who yeah, kind of yeah. uh, grew up. But you, you know, don't have to be, I was reading here, you don't actually have to be Italian oh, no. to be a member. You just no, have no. to have a love no. of the Italian that's culture right. and the Italian language and obviously Italian right. food. I mean, that's why we should go there, you know, just because just we the food. have the food, you know, see, exactly, <laughs> you know. Um, and I remember I met one of your, I, I, it says here, the other thing, like you say, you have, uh, you're associated with Seattle University, um, and I forget your, the professor, Giuseppe, um, help me Giussone. out. Yes. yes. Yes, he's yeah. the, he's the director of the language school. And he is he's fantastic. Yeah. I went oh, there. Um, I, he, yeah. We became friends. We've had him on the show. I sang a little Italian for his class. We did some traditional Italian. We right. did some everything from opera to I think Eros Rambozzati. So, you know, we covered right. the whole right. spectrum of about 400 years of music there. 
And uh, I know that his students have really excelled. Uh, he had one young man with I met him and his family. He spends a great deal of time now going back and forth between here and Italy, and uh, and he has become quite a, an accomplished right. uh, speaker and traveler. So that's that's a very uh, you know, neat thing that you have right. that associated with your group. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's a lot of um, they they uh, Giuseppe's very. Well, one of the things that the Italian uh, association does is it gives us a curriculum, which right, is right. Uh, so we we really train people in the in the grammar and all yeah, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, uh, the classes are a lot of fun too. Because, and that's interesting because yeah. we have uh, we have people on the show from Italy that we have difficulty understanding. Oh. Because of where they come from, like oh, we have, sure. one of if our I, really dear friends, oh. uh, the King of Bacci, Salvatore Coscone. Okay, oh. <laughs> Salvatore is from Sicily. He's oh, good luck. He, he's a great guy. We love him, but oh. he, but he really, you know, when yeah. he gets speaking the Sicilian, oh, mamma mia! Right. Like, yeah. We even we're trying to do this thing. We're comparing words one time, and I remember you even, you know, yeah. from Italy, is saying, "My Sicilian is like I'm reading." Right, 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 yeah. right. right. The yeah, diet is yeah. stronger. Yes. Yeah. It could be, like I say, every region have its own different Their own, yeah, yeah. So that yeah, is the yeah. dialect is the antique, the keep it, and yeah, which is yeah. beautiful. And then they have the, uh, the dialect, and then they have the, mm-hmm. um, you, when they speak, they, you, when you can often, they, they, their, their, their voice from the region they come in, you know, you that's right. Um, right. You know, will be, um, it's, yeah. you know, sometimes well, just listen to the, ne- the accent. You yeah, know, just yeah. listen to a Neapolitan song. Yes, and exactly. try to get those words down, mm-hmm. right? I remember that when I was a young singer for, I, you know, tr- listening to all the, the uh, songs that Caruso would be singing or Benjamino Gili or Mario yeah. Lanza, they'd be singing these Neapolitan songs. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what the heck are they singing? I know it's Italian, but the words are, like, different, right. you know. Right. Yeah. You know? But you remember, we have one song that you asked me to translate it. It yeah. was uh, from down south. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I have to call friends. We said, I cannot translate it. And oh, yeah, that was, we had, uh, we were, that was the Christmas song. We the did song? Uh, Jingle yeah. Bells. It was oh, Lou, yeah. Lou Monte. Lou nice. Monte oh, did his Monte. version oh, of Jingle Lordy. Bells, <laughs> but it was a Calabrese accent. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. And I gave it to her, and we looked at it because it, it's like it would, she had as difficult a time as I did, you know, figuring yeah, it out. Some you know? words are too, yes. I said, okay, I need to ask friends. Hold on, yeah. okay? <laughs> because yeah, it was yeah, completely yeah. different, yeah. Well, All right, yeah. so, how, so how can people find out more mm. about Dante Alighieri? How can they become a member? How can they just sure. get, we, get well, we have a website. Okay. Uh, DanteSeattle.org. DanteSeattle.org, okay? And so every all the information's there as well. We also have a Facebook presence, but I can't tell you what how to get I remember to I sent you guys a thing today, yeah. the, the, the post for the show today, since you were going to be out of here. Well, so mm-hmm. now since, you know, you're part of the, you're the president of the Dante Alighieri Society, and we're very honored to have you here, you know, and, and that you are striving to keep Italian culture and language alive in our community. We're going to involve you with what we do each week, which is called our Italian phrase of the day. Okay. Oh. uh, Typically, Marcia prepares every other week. She does the Italian phrase of the day. Then I'll do her the Italian American phrase of the day. So, you know, we again go back and forth with this. You weren't here last week. Because right, he so did I'm the gonna, sentence, they were all bad words. Oh, you know, so, what can I tell you? No, see, I mean, that's working, him. Working knowledge of the language. Okay, so I'm going to oh. give the two of you this, okay? Okay. And uh, we're going to go through. This is uh, our Italian oh. phrase of the day. These are words uh, that Marzia put together for us. Italian that, words. Explain this. Huh? Exactly. Italian words used differently in English. So 
there are words that if you say them in, in Italian, they mean one thing, you know, but they've been over the years used to, in the, that kind of became a part of the English language. And when we use them, they mean something else. So let's right. take the first one. What's the first one there? Okay, the f- I said uh, Italian. Okay. The first one is bimbo. Bimbo. Bimbo, okay? Bimbo. Take it. What is it? In English? Yeah, yeah, you tell them what it is in English. Bimbo. Oh, uh, bimbo is like a fool or a... Fool or yeah. like, you know, yeah, or sometimes... Yeah, it's it a Tony be, Soprano word, yeah. right? <laughs> or, or sometimes you use it like, uh, you're right, like some of the uh, Tony thing. Soprano characters yep. will use it in a derogatory way toward their girlfriends, okay? Yeah. So what uh, is bimbo, like, what is it in the Italian language, what does it mean? Well, is the Italian use the word like mean a very young uh, male child because a bimbo is ended with an O, so it's yeah. a male. It's a little kid. So bimbo is bimbo. just a little kid. Bimbo. So it's interesting how they would, say bambino. It has you totally call it bimbo. Changed. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Take the next one. Okay. Al fresco. Al fresco. Okay. So, uh, Dan, al fresco. You hear that? Well, what's going to mean to you? And you know, well, it means you've gone to a restaurant and they have a patio, <laughs> and you're eating out on the patio because it's a beautiful That's summer right. day. Yeah, outside. So you know, you the. Dining al fresco. So now then it, we say if we eat outside, we say all'aperto. All'aperto. We okay. don't say al fresco. So what does al fresco, fresco mean? Fresco is Italy? cold. Al fresco. Give me the jacket. You're chill. Right. So exactly. again, it kind of would mean the opposite because for mm-hmm. us, we think we're going to go eat outside because it's warm. But there, you use it. You know, it's like right. you know. And yeah, then if chilly. you put different words like finire al fresco, yeah, you know what yeah, it means? Yeah. No. To go to the prison. To go to prison. Ah. To go so, to prison. There finish you go. al fresco. So, because it's cold, you know, yeah, the gel, yeah, sure. how it is. The g- That's the meaning, yeah. Okay, so the next one. Latte. Okay, so latte. We all know what this means. I mean, come on. We no, buy these every morning when we get our coffee and everything, right? So, what does this mean in Italian? So, if you go on an Italian bar and you ask for latte, don't expect like you guys have the cup yeah. inside. They give you a cup of milk. Cup of milk, Just exactly. Milk. Just Nothing milk, because that's what latte is mm-hmm. in Italian. Yeah. You have to, if you want to with a coffee, that's what you say, caffè latte, or you say cappuccino, yeah. which you go yeah. with a yeah. latte. But, but you, you know. just don't want to say latte only because no. then you're just going to be drinking milk. milk with no coffee. All right. Mm-hmm. Next one. Next one. Panini. All right. So when you say panini, Dan, what is, comes to your mind? Oh, yeah. It's a grilled sandwich. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing. If I grew up like back east, New York, Philadelphia, yeah. hey, when they have a panini, you throw some salami and stuff on, there you go. So what does okay. it mean in Italy? The first thing you have to remember is a uh, panini is in pl- a plural sandwich. Okay. So panino is one. So uh, if you want like that, you have to ask panino tostato. Panino tostato. That's the way to understand. So what is because a panini, panini so is say- just a bread sandwich. That's it. It's just uh, just a kind of bread. Bread. Yeah, you yeah. don't explain nothing. It's bread. Panino. Dame un panino. I'll give you a piece of bread with the ham inside, whatever. But if you want to grill it or everything, you have to explain. Like everything in Italian, you have to specify everything. All right. The next one? Pepperoni. Pepperoni. Okay. We mm-hmm. all know pepperoni. Come on. I mean, ever since I've been a little kid, I've been getting pepperoni on my pizza, right? Okay. There you go. Again, if you say pepperoni in Italian, they don't give you with a uh, spicy salami. They give you with green peppers. That's right. That's what it means. That's right. They, that's, I remember we talked about that another thing we we're doing a cooking thing. The pepperoni is just a pepper. Mm-hmm. It's not the it's meat. It's just a right. pepper. There yeah, you go. Exactly. Right. So make sure if you want that, you have to ask uh, salami picante. That's yeah, how we yeah. call it. All right. Okay? Next one. The next one, prosciutto. All right, we all know what this is, Dan. I mean, we have this, our prosciutto, no, our melons. Prosciutto you know? and melons. Yeah, exactly, yeah. you know. Right. It's in, Ita- in Italian, prosciutto, it's everything. All type, different type of ham. So it's all prosciutto. types of ham. Right. 
Whereas here we think of it as just this one particular kind of cured, smoked, thin sliced Italian ham. General gotcha. Wilson ham. Simple right. like that. Espresso. Again. Espresso. I mean, come on. That's an international thing. That means that's the coffee I drink every morning. It's how, in English, how they spell it. It's wrong. You know, they put a E-X. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Espresso. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. When in Italian, it's not X. It's only S. E-S-P. Espresso. You don't hear the espresso. Yes, espresso. Right. Okay. And last but not least. Avocado. Avocado. Okay. Okay. What is the avocado here in America? Avocado. It's a little green food. You make your salsa for your Mexican food with it there, right? Okay. Guacamole and stuff. Yeah. Well, if you say avocado in Italian, don't be surprised if you're a small man with a notebook who end up on your salad. So it's a lawyer. Small man. <laughs> avocado. Avocado. I want my salad with an attorney on it. Avocado. It's the only different We'll salad. be right back, folks, after this short break from our sponsors. Don't go away. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Ruston Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. And that was the music of Tony Lestella and the Goombas, our West Coast Italian radio house band. We uh, have been playing up and down the West Coast here for about the last 25 years. Everything from Frank Sinatra to Italian, uh, you know, Tarantellas and the Cha-Chas to um, our newest mix of songs, which is all your favorite classic rock and roll where we Italianize all the songs. So, trust me, you've never heard the Beatles, the Eagles, the Who, or the Rolling Stones until you've heard us play it because we do them all either in Italian or we do Italian parodies of each of them, and it's just a blast. So, come on, catch us sometimes. We will be at... Festi Italiano over the summer. Mm-hmm. We had a number of different Italian festivals up and down the coast and different Italian events. And then, of course, uh, as we get later on in the summer, we're going to be playing at Italian Day at the Races. And that re- leads us right into our next uh, part of the program, which is our event calendar. All the events here for the uh, Great Pacific Northwest from Vancouver, B.C. to Portland over as far as Spokane. So uh, you take the first one, my dear. Okay, Saturday, June 1st, Mille Cuginis is uh, San Vitali, uh, spaghetti dinner, 
2 o'clock until 6.30 p.m. in St. Mary Catholic Church in Marysville, Washington. And we love our dear friends in Marysville, the Sons of Italy. They do a great job up there. So make sure if you're in that neck of the woods, you're going to get some good Italian food. And, you know, their, their prices are fantastic. Mm. I think it's like 10 bucks or something for the whole dinner. And, you know, it's really fantastic. The same day, if mm. you're in the South End... The Auburn Sons of Italy have their annual wine tasting event at 6 o'clock at the Holy Family Church in Auburn, Washington. This is really an amazing event, i got to tell you. I mean, um, people don't realize that this particular wine tasting, I mean, it's like unbelievable the uh, the amount of homemade wine they got there. And, you know, homemade mm-hmm. wine is like, oh. you know, it's really, really high and it's alcohol-proof. A little so bit stronger. going to have a good time. <laughs> and then, you know, they make food. They say, well, we have light appetizers to help people, you know, so they don't... Yeah, light appetizers. They can feed an army for a month, you know. (laughs) Great, great group of people. Mm -hmm. Make sure you get down. Talk to uh, Ronnie um, uh, Byersdorf. I think he's down there helping to put this whole thing together and get your tickets there. Okay, the next one is Saturday, July 20. Black Diamond, Summit, Italy, Lodge Picnic. It's 12 to 4 p.m. Mud Mountain Dam, Emmon Club, Washington. Mud Mountain Dam. Mm, Mud okay. Mountain Dam. Dam. Okay. Okay. I don't say so it must word. be. Uh, I think that's a location where they have this, and uh, it's always a good time. Now you know we have some great events coming up uh, over the summer. We're going to start telling you about these more and more as we uh, get into our summer months here. In fact, um, I think one of our next guests, uh, one of our shows coming up real quicker, is going to be, be Marty Negrelli, our dear friend from. Uh, the Italian Club, who puts together every year the Italian the Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners, okay? Which is always a blast. This year it's going to be on June 20th, 7 o'clock in the evening, down at the ballpark where they're playing the Baltimore Baltimore Orioles. And the tickets are very reasonable. They start $23 bucks to $38. So, you know, you can sign where you want to sit there. They include a blue Italian Mariners souvenir cap. Mm-hmm. And uh, they usually have a lot of other things going on there, like they have bocce games on the field before the event they have uh you know they have different uh different mm-hmm. italian booths and stuff so uh make sure you go on to the mariners site at mariners.com slash italian and find out about that because it's going to be a blast and the proceeds by the way go to help the italian festival okay. uh, they go towards uh, helping the uh fest italiana perfect the next one is september 1st what is italian day at the races so emerald down in auburn and more information to come. Well, of I tell you, this is, be there. this is our biggie because yeah, we're one of their uh, co-sponsors. We uh, we, we mm-hmm. do a lot of their promo. We have uh, the Go- Tony and the Goombas are out there playing all day next to the uh, winner's circle. And they got pizza eating competitions. They got bocce. They got wine tasting out there. They Tarantella dancers. Mm-hmm. Is that right? They got you know all the different Italian booths. I think Festi Italiana is going to be out there with a the booth and just a lot of different Italian it's vendors. It's fun. They teach gelato. How to, wait, did they teach you how to bat to the horses? Oh yeah. You know so what I mean? they, that that's right. So we got to get our friend there, um, uh, Joey. No, uh, uh, um. Uh, oh, the guy who comes up there, DeLuca. De, oh, DeLuca. Anyway, I'll find out who it is. So we'll get him up back on the show here and make sure that he, uh, he tells us how to bet. The best part is every year they name all the racehorses after oh, Italian things. So, you yeah. know, they, they, for that day, the horses all get Italian names. So you can bet a meatball, ravioli, <laughs> yes. spaghetti, right? I remember the first year I did, I won like 50 bucks on bidding a meatball, you know? Hey, my daughter won twice, so it's good. It's fun. All right, so then also remember, uh, throughout Mm. the summer months of the Olympic Soccer Academy, 
run by Giuseppe Pizzano, our good friend. Uh, he's actually, I think, from Milan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he, uh, you know, they have this great soccer academy where they bring a lot of the young people between the ages of about 18 and 25 over, boys and right. girls. They play with our young people. They put uh, soccer leagues together. They play up and down the uh, the region here, the, the different cities. Uh, and it's just a great deal of fun, a great way to, uh, you know, for the kids to come together, learn mm-hmm. about each other's cultures. Go on to their website, which is OSACeattleFC, OSACeattleFC.com. And they have games coming up uh, throughout the region. Uh, have a game coming up this week, May 25th. They have games throughout the month of June. Check them out. They do a great job for our community. Okay. And they know the biggie. The biggie oh. coming up is the month of September because the month of September, baby, that is Italian us. month Italian. in Seattle and the Northwest. You start out with a Sagittarius mm-hmm. Festival. You then go to the Mass in Italian, the Festa oh, Luncheon, the Taste it's of Italy. Italy. Then the biggie of all the te- Fest Italiana the, at Seattle Center. Yeah. The whole month is great Italian stuff. We're going to have some people on from all of those events as we move closer to those dates right. and uh, telling us about all the ways uh, that you can get involved and enjoy that stuff there. You guys are at Fest Italiana. Dante Alighieri. Oh, yeah. Here, We've been you there know? for years. You always have a booth there. We have a radio show, show booth down Perfect. there. So, yeah, well, yeah. Good opportunity to take a chance and That's right. go check the booth, too. Yeah, Why not? Absolutely. So, uh, before we depart here, we have a couple of minutes left, I think. Uh, is there anything you'd like to leave the folks with here, Dan, about uh, the Italian community or Dante Alighieri? Some, some parting words you'd like to leave for us? Parting words. Well, <laughs> no pressure. So... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know what to say here. Uh, the but, uh, the meetings are, uh, you know, even though we, we have speakers at the meeting and sometimes they can be quite whatever, they're really fun. Well, I bet mm-hmm. they are. They're really, you really you get know, a bunch of Italians take, together eating they, food and drinking wine. It's going to be fun, you know. Right. Uh, so we moved our, we were kicked out of where we were for many years. So we're now at St. Patrick's Church. Oh, with, yeah. Since I'm, I'm from the northeast of my, uh-huh. you know, and from where my town was half Italian, half Irish, uh-huh. I just think it's appropriate that oh, I absolutely. ended up at a Dante Alighieri meeting and at St. Patrick's <laughs> Church. I hear you, brother. I remember that growing up back in New York, had many friends who were uh, of Irish descent, and they, you know, so absolutely. So how about you, Marcia? You know, else. I'm going to say ciao a tutti until next time. You You're going to feed me next time so I don't yes, have to be doing all turn. the work, carrying the my whole turn. load the of the show. The real food is going to be next Monday. <laughs> all right, well, you're going to let us know what that is. Folks, okay. remember, you can go online 24-7 at WCIR.biz. Just remember, West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz. Uh, you can uh, click on the link there. You can hear this week's show, share with all your friends and family all around the country, all around the world. And you can hear any of our past shows there in the archives there. We appreciate so much your being a part of our show and our listeners. We love our listeners, love our sponsors, love our guests. Yes. And I love you, Marcy, your love great you co-host. Uh, looking forward, folks, to bringing you a brand new show on uh, the first Monday of June. So, yes. folks, God bless you all, and we'll be talking with you soon. Ciao.